starting over. It's not the funnest thing when it first hits. It may be the solitude of 3 a.m. and you're staring at the trajectory of your life and your future dead in its eyes. It's heavy, lamenting, almost bleak and devastating at times. In other aspects, liberating, exciting, a fresh start. And maybe recognizing for the fifth time that your needs just aren't being met and you may have to push away from the table and go back out and try again. I built this tower. I built this from the ground up. I did everything that I thought was right. I did everything that I knew was right. I listened to the industry-led people. I watched, I studied, I looked closely, and here I am with this crappy foundation, with this shit foundation, and everything is collapsing around me, and I can't make it stop. And somehow, someway, I'm told, start over. You need to start over. This foundation, it's not it. What you built, the thing that you thought was going to take off or take you to another place or start a new friendship or relationship or whatever have you, everything you're attempting to build is on a foundation that doesn't serve you. <laughs> no, I have to laugh. I have to laugh because I it's, it's jarring. Being in this human experience there's nothing like coming to a new conclusion there's a choice that stands in front of you that wasn't available before when it was just build 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 as fast as i can build 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 but you missed this part and you missed this other aspect over here and we didn't really think about how it would affect our lives and our mental health and you know our our inner child and we didn't think this through did we lalan did we olan we didn't really think this part through. And so introducing the tower, this falling down, this massive collapse from the skies down to earth once more. So there's a choice. Remain and experience the same monotony, the same dull energy, the same day in and out for the next set of years experience the same cycle going through it over and over and over again this sick game it begins to feel like or there's change you can change you can start over at this very moment or whenever the crossroads come or whenever everything hits rock bottom. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself. <laughs> whenever everything hits rock bottom, right? When you can finally realize, oh, wow, this high-functioning <laughs> building that I'm doing, what is it towards exactly, right? And this all comes down to a fine point. But there's a power in that. There's a power in the full stop. There's a power in the realization and the awakening and that moment where you realize, wait, I don't think this is what I want. I don't think this is the direction I wanna take. And if I do wanna take this direction, not in this way, not in this 
energy, not in these wounds, not in this light. I don't want to go this way. But the power in starting over, invaluable. You know, we call this clean slate. (laughs) And what if it's in the starting over that leads to the greatest valuable outcome, the greatest possible outcome? What if it's in that thing, that very uncomfortable thing? I'm so comfortable in this tower. You know, the, the roof is a bit leaky and I'm using these rotted and in Creole, we call it rouillé, and the word isn't coming to me at the moment. Ah, yes, rusted. This rusted pots and and these shattered mugs and just to catch in the rain, but it gives me shelter, right? I'm I'm comfortable. This is nice. I can, you know, I can add in some velvet rugs and some house plants and we can make a home here, right? I can I can I can sit in this. This is fine. I built this. But this isn't your tower. What if what if th- what if this isn't let's not even say tower. What if this isn't your home? This isn't your place. You can't live here anymore. It's time to get out. It's it's time to get out. You're being evicted. We have to it, 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 we have to move you up a bit more safe, more luxurious, more comfortable. You don't have to exist in this paradigm anymore. It was to mold you and craft you and create you into something more. But this is not the end. This is not it. This was the last chapter and we're lingering in the final pages. How about a new book? What if this new book is the divine timeline? What if this is where you're meant to be? It's in the realization of all of that. It truly, truly is. It's in that aha moment, as the Americans say it, right? That aha moment, this very much hits you like bricks in the dead of 2 a.m., when you're looking at yourself in your life and you're like, man, I was supposed to start a routine by now. And not in like a gross, you know, keeping up with the Joneses social media kind of way, but for myself. Because I need to do this for me. I should be waking up at a better time. My skin isn't happy. My hair isn't happy. I should be taking daily vitamins. I should be taking care of myself a bit more. I should be incorporating meditation. This foundation I'm working through, okay, maybe it helped me survive, but I don't want to keep surviving for the rest of my life. I don't want to keep fighting deep, deep, deep down inside. You know, that little, that little kernel, that little wish just to start over, just to try again. And there it is, pulsing, alive, breathing, and being completely ignored because... Damn it, I have to build. I have to build. I have to build, right? This is, the, I think this is my purpose. I think this is something I really want to do. I think I want to be with this person. And sometimes part of it is admitting that 
you know what? It didn't work out. Not in the way I thought it would. And it's in that letting go. Just let it go. Right? Should I know the how? I don't think so. I think I'm tired of knowing the how. How is it going to happen? How is it going to work? You know, we bounce from one thing to another. It's, it's that realization. Constantly, time and time again. And we get comfortable in this certain arena and area. And then we wake up again. And it's like, oh, wait. <laughs> it's time to move on. And sometimes I don't think many people come down to just the general realization we can start over. It's just not even the starting over part. That's the part that gets me. It's not the starting over. I think the starting over is a bit of the illusion. I mean, it can be if starting over is such a hard pill to swallow. Maybe it's not the starting over. Maybe it's more of a, it's, it's more of the next step. And I rather the next step than sitting back and being surprised that my environment pulling the same shit for the next five years. <laughs> and that's what that leads us to, right? This next step, this theoretical next step. Where am I going? What am I doing next? Right? This how. And I don't think I really who. Mm, I don't think the knowing the exact how is helpful. Knowing the exact how step by step, I do think that it's cool to have a plan. Absolutely, I have plans. I'm not even going to say it finesse and act like I don't. Yeah, absolutely, I have plans. I have things that I want. I have things that I aspire to. Absolutely. But I think that the how it's just the little stepping stones. That's all I need. The little stepping stones in the map. But I just completely have let go of this how. Because in the next step, I recalled it being easy once the realization hits. Because then it's like, oh, okay, well, let's let go, right? Not saying that I don't cry. Of course I cry. <laughs> but I'm just saying in the, in the fact that it's not the easiest step to come to it's not the easiest realization for many to come to because it's it's so simple in in theory in essence it's simple it's a ah okay we're finished with this book time to step into the next one okay I can wrap my mind around that okay simple close the last book and open up a new one mine was the detachment along the way and I think that I think that's the part I don't think it's the I don't think it's precisely the next step necessarily but I think it's the things to detach from and figure out what am I gonna take from the last chapters and move to the new one and as I'm making this decision right what am I taking from the old house and bringing to the new house and everything from the old house can't be moved into the new house because what if the old house caught mold? There's a mold infection everywhere, infestation everywhere. And so now, okay, you want to take furniture or memorabilia or books or whatever you really enjoyed from your old house and move it into this new one. But you have to be very selective because you don't want to take something 
that contributed to the the mold you don't want to take someone that contributed to the chaos the reason why the last house was caving in the reason why everything was falling apart the reason why all of these things were occurring in the way that they were you don't want to take that energy into the new space you don't want that who does that benefit who does that help that doesn't help anyone that doesn't benefit the move you might as well just stay that's just (laughs) i'm a very i try my best listen when you're raised by a caribbean mom i'm telling you it's either tell me what it is what it isn't what it is what it isn't right tell me what it is and tell me what it isn't yes or no left or right up or down come on make a decision make a choice do you love them or you don't love them do they support you or not support you And in that beautiful way, it's created a simplicity. And in other ways, there has to be a chance to slow down and recognize the nuance. But when it becomes so drastic as beginning again, it has to be very strong delegation. This recognition that everyone isn't coming with me. I'm moving forward into this new neighborhood, this new house. The address is completely different. My neighbors are completely different. The energy is completely different. The vibration is completely different. The air smells different. The water flows different. The grass is greener. I can't take these people with me. You know, I can't take everyone with me. I just can't. We're starting over. Burning questions began to kind of float around in my mind of where do I want to be in the next five years? Do I want to be surrounded by people that are projecting back at me all my insecurities, fears, my lack of boundaries? Absolutely not. I don't don't want that. And there's that beauty once again, that ability to look in between and say yes or no. But that doesn't help necessarily with the whole detachment process. It hurts to wake up one morning and and to recognize that all these projections, I had to now recognize that it's coming from me. Of course, people have, and, and, and I'm saying this from a perspective that it brings all the power back into one's hands. Do people say horrible things? Absolutely. Do people have terrible, actions absolutely do people have toxic traits sure but once one comes down to the conclusion okay okay you know at at one point in time why is this following me everywhere and it's either one of two it's either you it's always going to be you i'm just going to say that it's always going to be you one way or another either you're the one that is stirring the pot actively right or You're stirring the pot energetically and you don't know. When we're not aware of our own wounds, it opens up a space in which the wounds is what magnetizes us and drags other wounded people over. A conversation for another pod. (laughs) Now we understand why I, why, you know, I'm very to myself and quiet, but had so much time to look at all of this stuff we'll get into it another time my favorite part 
of this starting over thing though it's amusing looking back at it but in the midst of it it's real it's real the second guessing is real the self-sabotage is real you know and then you just work through all the wounds and everything so you just see you just see yourself in like 4k you're like oh my god we're self-sabotaging right now plain and simple plain and simple why am i doing this well we know what wounded is we know what you know caused it we know what and it's that hyper self-awareness but in a healthy way not in a i'm cutting myself down kind of way because i made these mistakes and they hit me and the you know middle of 4 20 a.m when i'm scrolling through I don't know, TikTok, right? And these these mistakes and thoughts just hit me. Not in that kind of hyper self-awareness kind of way, but in a, ah, oh, this is the wound that's flaring up right now. And it's trying to keep me away from this other thing that's actually genuinely really healthy and good for me to work through. So now we have to make this connection in the middle. Someone's going to ask me who's my therapist and I'm going to genuinely tell you my heart. <laughs> what therapist do you go to? Um, my heart just, you know, you got to you got to make do. You got to make do and you you know what I mean? You got to make do. You know, maybe one day, maybe one day I'll adopt one. I'll get a therapist. But again, because I had one in college, but conversation for another time. My favorite part is when it's time to move in that new direction and the second guessing comes in. Please hear the sarcasm. Please. You know, the maybe I should check in. Maybe this isn't the direction I should be going in. And, and that part could be true, but also recognizing the way that the mind is so it does everything it can to protect like really stepping out of the self out of the shell to see the full picture the hyper awareness of it all and then dealing with it in a healthy way as well but conversation for another time you know this these these questions that continue to burn maybe i should call maybe i should text maybe i should and you know then you remember oh yeah these wounds right i'm always the one to reach out i'm always the one to call first i'm always the one to maintain and and, and attempt to uphold these relationships and connections and it's just they don't care like people don't care they don't care you know, I'm always trying to, oh, share this piece of knowledge or this thing was really funny and it reminded me of you. And, you know, and then do you see how it becomes one-sided very quickly? And so when you take the step away and you're like, okay, I'm going to heal. I'm going to start over. I'm going to figure out. And then the second, and then the doubts and things start to kick in. Maybe I should text. Maybe I should call them. Maybe I should, uh, do what? Excuse them? What? What did you just say? No. No, I, you, I've outgrown this. I've outgrown this life. Why should I be in, why should I uphold relationships that aren't reciprocated? That's the inner wounds. Love me, love me, love me, right? And it's comfortable in this hyper need, this hyper activity of 
attempting to uphold everything, right? Put everything on your back. Carry the world on your shoulders. Carry all the relationships on your shoulders. Carry everyone's emotional needs on your back and your shoulders, you know? For what? What do you do when you outgrow your life? You start over. What other options are there when you have to start over and haven't even fully tackled your 20s? That's like, I don't even know how to, how do you even, how does one compute? Well, you remind yourself, right? This, this innate reminder that the comfort zone is suffocating. I can't breathe here. And this is coming from a kid that used to have asthma. So I know all about not being able to, to, to breathe, right? Just attacks in the middle of the night when I was sleeping. Traumatizing, absolutely. But this comfort zone, this drowning of the self, these outward projections that manifest themselves in the people around you in your life is choking you alive. It's killing me, Lalan. It's killing me. And then, for the first time in your entire life, you take a breath of fresh air. There's a breath of fresh air. Wow, I can get oxygen into my lungs. Wow, I can breathe. 20 years. 20 years holding your head underwater. Enough is enough. And if that means starting over, I'd let the tower crumple a thousand times to the ground. Please, if that means starting over, if that means letting it all burn to the ground, burn it, burn it, burn it to the ground. I will be kicking it with some popcorn, some plantain chips, okay? Kick back and watch the show. Let it burn to the ground, let it collapse, let it crumble, let it disintegrate into nothing. If that's what it takes to be at peace, so be it. Then it's that final realization. I love to fucking breathe. And there's not a single person on this planet that I'd allow to suffocate me ever again. You're gonna have to catch this fade. Simple. Simple. I look back and I'm thinking, who are you? Who are you? Who are these people? Why? Who gave you the right? And then I remembered, oh yeah, I gave them the blade. I gave them the blade. Excuse me if I've become a bit harsh. I really need a lot of people to stay away from me right now. Because not only can I see my own wounds now, I can see everyone else's as well. Isn't that something? How much clarity comes when, when everything collapses and falls away. It's beautiful. And that's, that's the beginning of the next step, at least in my experience, at least in my way, and this can differentiate and look completely different for from person to person, really. 
I know where I've been and I may not exactly know where the next place is, but now I know that I want to be happier. I know that I want to breathe. It's going to be abundant, generous, and luxurious. It's going to be more life. Plus la vie. More love, more joy. It's the heightened realization of your intrinsic worth. Not all this external noise, projections, all of it, just thrown at us all the time. This is that inner peace, that peace, that inner essence people search for their entire lives without realizing it's within this whole time. And it's devastating. And this is not the first time it's been said. And this is not the first time this conversation is had. Trust and believe this Haitian American girl speaking right now, you know. But perhaps it hasn't been said in my way. And this is my way of saying it. And the lessons, they may come. And the drama may rise. But that's why I have this backpack of lessons with me. I reach inside and I grab exactly what I need. And I'm ready. I have new equipment now. And then and, and that's the freedom part. It's the shifting perspective part. It's that growth everyone is so goddamn afraid of. And I'm looking at it like that's where my freedom was this whole time. There it was. There it was. There the freedom was the whole time. In that, in that moment, in that space. There it was the entire time. And sometimes it takes rock bottom. Sometimes it takes the well drying out. Sometimes it takes sitting there, watching everything collapse and cave in around you. And that soft eye twitch of irritation and the slow breath out. And you know what that voice says? I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Mbuke. That's in Creole. Creole, buke in Creole. Let me tell you. When a Haitian look at you and say, I'm foot buke, we. Like when they say, I'm freaking, like, I don't even think, I don't think there's a word in the English dictionary to truly describe how exhausted a person is when they hit you with a bouquet. And that's where I reached. I don't think there's a word. Like we say exhausted, we say tired, we say worn out. Like it's all of that and more when you hit someone with, oh, we mbuke. No, that's what I reached. I'm tired, I'm exhausted. I'm tired of not being on my own side. You know, it's the standing in all of the flaws and shadows and wounds and understanding them and truly seeing them and caressing them being aware of your triggers knowing where they begin and knowing where they end and that's scary that's scary trust me it's scary i've had my own tears to shed trust and believe but today i see them and i know them yeah, the thing, the thing you do when you run away. That thing you do when you just check out 
of reality and you're not even there. Yeah, that thing you do to avoid triggers wounds. The thing you do when you hurt people by just shutting down and just retreating completely, just going so far within yourself, you're not even there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That part. Mm hmm. But I see it now and I know it. And I've been able to work through it. And when it comes up, I'll identify it like that because they're mine. They're mine. They're a part of me. In order to know the light, you must also know the shadows. So you can not only see the light in yourself, you see the shadows in yourself and thus you can see it in other people. See, that's that's the ticket. That's the part I was missing. I could see the light and the good in people really well. The potential really, really well. But those shadows, oh. But now? It's like switching a lens. Easy. Easy, easy, easy. And it doesn't even take much. It doesn't even take much. I could sense it through a phone, through a screen, through a YouTuber's videos, whatever. I could sense it. Ah, this is authenticity. This isn't. This is genuine love. And this is genuine performance. It gets freaky when you can see other people's insecurities glaring at you because you've identified your own. It can be freaky at first, I won't lie. But after a while, it becomes a, a beautiful thing. And, and that's the compassion part. That's the mercy part. That's where all of those things come in. And people are like, compassion, compassion, mercy, mercy, yeah. Once you show it to yourself, now, when you see it in other people, you can say, oh, I have a lot of compassion for you. Stay over there, though. Because a lot of your wounds, <laughs> a lot of your wounds, they're, they're screaming, they're projecting. I can see them off of you. and But I have compassion for you. And I have empathy because I see where you're coming from. I see where these wounded parts of you are coming from but please respectfully stand over there right and you may not know it's consciously happening or subconsciously happening it may not always be purposeful to poke and hate or whatever and sometimes it is personally i believe a lot of people know what's in their heart i do i believe firmly we reach a certain age you know what's in your heart it's why babies can sense it and dogs and animals, they see. They see what it is. It's another reason I love the part of Egyptian mythology in terms of the lore and the mythology around the underworld, more specifically Anubis. You know what Anubis doesn't have time for? Humans running their mouths. Homie is like, give me your heart. Weighs it on a balance with a feather. Well, if your heart is as light as a feather, cool. But if it's not, it's because a lot of people know what's in their heart. And there's no talking. Just let's weigh your heart. Let's see it for what it is. But the amount of times we have on this planet Earth to start over, yeah. Maybe, maybe one's heart could have fell straight through the Earth. Straight through the underworld. 
straight to the very core of a planet. Maybe. Maybe. But you have a chance to start it over, clean it up. And that's beautiful. Or maybe it's heavy because there is this carrying of other people's traumas and wounds and projections and this ingestion of it that it's time to let that go. And you don't have to carry those things anymore because it can make the heart just as heavy. And there's that starting over part. You can start over. If you have breath, then you have options as this incredibly wise woman called the hood healer says, if you have breath, you have options. And I, I love that, you know? That awareness of the triggers, it's that power over them. Ah, yeah. The way that that scar shapes and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I stitched it up. I did that. I stitched it up. I didn't inflict that on me, but I stitched it up. And I got the lessons from it. And yeah, it tells a really badass story now. It adds personality. I think the next step is the part where we remember that we're the ones in control and we're the ones that are driving. I've been doing YouTube for the past two years. I'd be lying if I said that I didn't cry my eyes out for several hours because a part of me knew that that realm or world that I was working with would never be the same for me because the period of time that I would leave and come back because of all of this healing and working and it just it won't be the same and there's a part of me that's aware well that's okay because that's part of the new foundation there's so many things we have to relearn and rework and try different approaches and build a different relationship with them something more sustainable something more healthy in all aspects the way i create the way i write the way I perceive the world, the perspective part. Everything shifts, everything changes. We can't use the old foundation, it was too shaky. If that's the case, we should have just stayed in the tower while it was burning down all around us. But I'm not a martyr. <laughs> I'm not going to pass away in the embers or the tower that as much as I did have my hand building it was haphazardly done. That is a disservice. I could never see myself going back to the same way that I used to create. That's for sure. I can never go back to the way I centered YouTube or content creation in, in the video format in my identity ever again. I think it gave me something incredible. I loved it and it was difficult. I think when I hear people tell me I make it look easy, there's a part of me that's like, yo, that's great. <laughs> the perfection part of me, the immigrant child, oh goody, I make things look easy. You know, I make it look easy, I make it look effortless. But at what cost? You know, and then when I, you know, when I'm not creating the things or enjoying the things that I'm creating in the same way ever again, right? There needs to be a break. But that's okay because when I do return or I, when I do upload something, it's something I've created that I genuinely enjoy, right? We take it back to ground zero. We start over. 
when I first started, I couldn't even afford Premiere Pro because that was something that was offered by my high school as like a student package and I can't afford, I couldn't have afforded it at the time. And, you know, by grace, by the universe, you know, insert whoever you'd like. My first community college check came in and that's what bought my MacBook. The same community college, which we'll talk about that experience as well, that I was side-eyed and looked down upon and wow, look at your mind and you're so smart and community college, what, huh? You know, but that's the thing that gave me the avenue to continue to edit and create. And I had to find my creativity again. I had to create in a new way because anyone who knows video, Premiere Pro is not Final Cut. They are not, absolutely not. I had to relearn, I had to start over, I had to learn to edit in a different way. I had to recreate my craft. I had to find how I'd allow myself to be seen because the being seen thing, that's not, that's not my forte. I have been so used to being in the corner with a book, just absorbing knowledge, just, you know, a libraries. We could converse like this for hours on end, nonstop. Me mostly listening, but when there's something to say, there's something to say. But to share that and to be seen doing that, terrifying. And now this is this is a complete different format as well because you know with YouTube you can get away with not being too deep. <laughs> you can you can get away with not being too deep because it's the visual element it's the aesthetic it's the beauty right at least that's what I wanted to capture but then after a while like even for me it becomes a bit mm, okay you know this is fun it's fun like and now I see what it's like to be seen it there's its pros and its cons but that's not really me being seen, not really. That's the tower, that's one of the towers that came crashing down. You're not really being seen. You found a way. <laughs> you found a way to hide in YouTube. And I don't know how you did it, but I am a, I am a, a master. I'm a key smith at learning how to hide. Absolutely, I could do it. <laughs> Don't have to tell me anything. I could do it. Stop it, yo. I can I know how to hide. That's my thing. At least I think in my mind I know how to hide. And then people are like, your energy is like insane. Like your energy is screaming. I could hear you talk for hours. Why aren't you doing more of this? Why aren't you? I'm so confused. Where is this potential going? And so that's that's how we get here. That's how this even happens. That's how this even starts. So I had to learn how to take a step back and create again. I had to start over. But just because you start over, it doesn't mean all is lost. It doesn't mean it's slipped away forever and you can never grasp hold of it anymore. It just means that it'll transmute 
and alchemize in another way. It doesn't mean you didn't learn anything. It's so much bigger than that. All the things I overcame, all of the things you overcame, all of the things people, places, experiences that are now to be left behind. It was all because it's time. It's time for a new beginning. Well, it's been real and remember to take care of your soul, being, spirit, essence, and hopefully I'll converse with you on the next one.